Shelly Has Opinions, the hit new podcast where the Chatfield girls try and guess their sister Shelly's opinion on a variety of topics. My name is Holly Chatfield Flanagan, and with me is Shelly Chatfield Allison. And we also have Julie Chatfield Miller. And finally, our sister expert for today is Kelly Chatfield Whitcomb. Hey guys, it's me, Holly, and I just came from the land of our birth. Aww. <laughs> our native land. Our native land, Redlands, California. For spring break, my family and I went there, and we had a great time. And we also not only went to Chatfield HQ, we also went to Disneyland. <laughs> the second Which Chatfield is basically HQ. our second homeland. <laughs> exactly. But I don't want to talk about the yummy food we ate or the fun rides we went on. I want to talk about a disturbing trend that I saw in all of the shops. <laughs> oh, no. Excellent. There was one whole bunch of his and hers items. Uh-huh. Just one whole bunch. <laughs> yeah. Uh, one one category of bunch of okay. things. Okay. What was it? Uh, well, it was mostly shirts, and uh, they were thematically appropriate to whatever store slash land they were in. In Tomorrowland, uh, in the Star Wars shop, there was like her nerf herder, his princess Got type it. of thing. Uh-huh. In Pirates of the Caribbean, the store there it had his pirate princess and her scallywag or something like that. Mm. Got it. So so am I painting a picture that you guys uh-huh. are? Yes. Okay. And it made me feel very uncomfortable because I I don't like a lot of like smushy dushy PDA stuff. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> Uh-huh, you can tell because of the, the rhyming words. You <laughs> and also, it made me worry for maybe people who are in couples that aren't heteronormative. That's rough, because they're not pointing the same direction. Like, you could still get two that say, like... But they had arrows. Yeah, and you can stand both next to each other just take turns just move keep <laughs> you stand face to face so that like you know how like in a game of uno you just go around but you're just facing each other oh That's i like it, it i like it but <laughs> mostly what i didn't like is that ostensibly someone could buy like from each of the lands those themed shirts and then have one essentially for every day of the week Thus uh-huh. ensuring maximum pukage into my love bucket. <laughs> well, how are you going to know who belongs to who without it? <laughs> people don't belong to other people. They choose each other every day. <laughs> so children can just run away and, you know, not belong to anyone? <laughs> well, they need to put on, they, they say, I choose you today. And then they put on the shirt and you know when they are not wearing one that they choose someone else. <laughs> <laughs> if there there wasn't a child version, like if I I have two ch- children, um, they are Jack and Lucy. They are ten and eight. And if I had a shirt that said "Their Jungle Cruise Skipper" and then two arrows that pointed out, and then if they had two shirts <laughs> that each had an arrow that said "Her Jungle Cruise Crew," I'd still hate it. But Oh, but that's cute. Thank you. I don't, they didn't have anything like that, though. It was just about love and gross and yuck forever. 
And consumerism, which <laughs> is rough for Disgusting. me. Disgusting. Yeah, you know, because in Disneyland, you usually are so far away from all that consumerism. <laughs> I'm, I was just surrounded by the proletariat, you know. <laughs> Mostly, I just wanted to give you guys an update that that the merchandise at the Disneyland Resort is trending in a way that I do not agree with. And I just wish we could get back to, you know, a, a goofy hat. Just one. That's all I ever wanted growing up. <laughs> Didn't you have one? Yeah. <laughs> I got it. <laughs> you wanted it, and then you got it. <laughs> Consumerism. <laughs> I love how the idea of, like, that's the only thing you could buy at Disneyland. Just, like, millions of goofy hats. <laughs> no, just store. one that everyone <laughs> oh. has to fight over. Dang. Like, instead of the sword and the stone, it's just the goofy hat. In the store. (laughs) (laughs) So is there like a chosen one who gets to have it? (laughs) Uh Uh-huh. And if you try it on and you are not worthy of it, you incinerate underneath it. (laughs) Oh, no. no. So you have to want it real bad. Yeah. And then hope that you're the one. (laughs) And then hope that you're the one. I I wanted to let you guys know that. But what I also want to let you know is that we do have a banger of a topic this week that is inspired not by consumerism. But by my trip to Disneyland, Shelly, are you worried that it's going to be best Disney character and I'm going to make you choose? Yeah, because there's a lot of them out there. So many. (laughs) Yes. And a lot of best ones. And a lot of best ones. You know that because I led with that, that is not the topic. But would you like to know today's topic? Well, now that I'm scared, sure. (laughs) (laughs) Today's topic is people watching. Oh, that's very Disney appropriate. (laughs) Very Disney. I am going to be doing the pro reasons why you should like people watching. Julie's going to be doing the anti reasons. And Kelly, as a former Disneyland annual passport holder and Shelly expert, is going to tell us which she thinks you are going to choose. Are we ready? Ready. Kelly, you had a Disney pass? (laughs) Yeah, we covered this like a couple weeks ago or a couple months ago. Yeah, I forgot that I had one because mom, like, had it on her person. So, like, I never actually saw it. We just happened to go. Cool. So, okay, now yeah. I'm ready. <laughs> <laughs> well, Shelly, you know how I love rhyming things that I hate. But uh-huh. I also love acronyms for <laughs> things that I want you to remember. That's true. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> That gives me a lot to think about, just that. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, open your heart and your mind to a little bit more information. Okay, I'll try. So this is an acronym for people watching, just called PEOPLE, okay? All right. <laughs> okay, first, P, perfect way to appreciate other humans. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> I was going to try and write these down. This is not happening anymore. <laughs> so I myself think I'm pretty great. I am one human. I'm only one human, but there are other humans on this planet. And people watching is a good way to recognize that other people exist. Oh. <laughs> and, and to appreciate them. <laughs> yeah, the fact that they exist. Okay, so not that they're unique or whatever, just like... You're over there and I'm over here. We're separate. (laughs) And if I am not purposefully people watching, 
I might lose the fact that other people exist. And then then I'm just Holly watching, and that's a 24-7 job that I just can't commit to all the time. So if you're not actively people watching, others around you just disappear. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of like a, spoiler alert, Avengers Infinity War. Um, oh no, they melt away, <laughs> turn to dust. They all try on that goofy hat. <laughs> I was going to say, that sounds like a really terrible superpower. Like... <laughs> Like the existence of all other humankind stops when you're not paying attention. And then all of a sudden that song starts playing. One is the loneliest number that you ever knew. <laughs> Honestly, it is easy to get caught up with my own brain and my own goings on inside inside myself. But people watching specifically helps me notice that there are other people around. And maybe I need to not be so into myself and what I've got going on, good or bad. Okay. Okay, so that's P. That's P. Perfect (laughs) way to appreciate other humans. (laughs) E is everyone is different. So, Shelly, you kind of jumped the gun earlier. And people watching is very good to notice that everyone's unique. And in a, a positive way, everyone has something to give. Especially uh, when you are able to layer your own narrative onto people because you're not interacting (laughs) with them. (laughs) Like you have your own life story, but you also have the story I'm putting on you right now, but you'll never know it. And if they did know it, that would be super weird. Just shouting at people. That'd be weird if you like walked up to someone who you like noticed was watching and you were like, what's the story you're telling about me right now in your mind? (laughs) So there was a show called What Not to Wear, and they would take the the normal person, put them in a soundproof box, and then ask passersby on the street to describe this person. That's very that sad. Awful. After their wardrobe makeover, they would do the same thing, and then inevitably people would guess that they were younger, that they were had a cooler job, that they had like a better personality. And that was to say, like, hey, look, clothes actually do alter people's perceptions about you. That makes me kind mm-hmm. of sad, though. <laughs> makes me like, real sad. Everyone's shallow and judges a book <laughs> by its cover. That's what people watching is best for, is judging a book by its cover. But That's then- true. I guess you can't read the book. <laughs> <laughs> when books are just walking around, you can't just <laughs> grab one and read it. And it is... Helpful to remember that everyone is different, especially in a place like Disneyland, where essentially every card from every city in the world gets shuffled together into one deck. You know what I mean? (laughs) I feel like there's just a lot of, this is going to be the episode of metaphors (laughs) (laughs) and similes. (laughs) People now have been like books and cards and all kinds of things. But everyone is different, and that it's kind of fun to see that, especially when you come from a homogenous place like Utah. Yeah, we here in Utah are all Uno cards, where people from somewhere else might be something else. <laughs> no, there's too many colors in a deck of Uno to really <laughs> approximate. But so, okay, that, so that's E. Everyone is different. So we have P, we have E, and then the O. It's just onomatopoeia break. I thought we'd all need a little bit of a break. So everyone think of your favorite onomatopoeia. <laughs> Mine is bzzz. I love it. 
Here's mine. <laughs> How do you spell that? B R U R C H T. Do you want to know what that sound is? Nope. <laughs> yes. It's just the sound that electronics make when they fall from a very high height. <laughs> cool. Oh, man. Shelly, what about yours? My favorite one is uh, inspired by in-between cartoon of one Saturday morning, and it's explosion. <laughs> That's a great one. That's called Classic. an interstitial shell. Kelly, what's your favorite onomatopoeia? Kapow. Ooh, that one's a good one. That because that's useful for for superhero fights and for like dropping heavy things. Heck yeah, I love it. Uh, so that's oh, onomatopoeia break. P. This is this is the the last P. Everybody, okay. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's the final P. It is plausible to do anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> Shelly, you should like people watching because there's always people and you can always watch them with your eyes. And even people who do have a vision impairment can still do people watching by doing people listening anywhere. Uh-huh. Anywhere. <laughs> there's people everywhere. <laughs> but what about the places where there's not people and you're just by yourself? Yeah. What if I'm like sitting in my living room while my son is at school and my husband's at work? <laughs> If I'm people watching, that's scary. <laughs> no, you can't people watch if you look out your window like a creepazoid and really just, what what are people doing? Walking around your apartment complex. If I just rear window, everyone in my apartment <laughs> complex. Maybe you'd find a dead body. How exciting. <laughs> <laughs> that's so great. Now, now I can't wait to people watch. <laughs> But anywhere you go, you could do people watching. And that is really amazing because uh, we are all different and we are all other humans. We are other humans from other humans, you know? Uh huh. We're around, we're extremely present everywhere we go. And I like that. You just like that the earth is populated with people. <laughs> other people from other people. <laughs> um, can, I, can I tell a story about my son? My son randomly called me a miscellaneous human. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> this week. Like an NPC? <laughs> yeah, like he, my, my son and my husband were having a conversation where they were knowledgeable about the topic, but I was not. Probably something with a game. A computer game. And then I, I tried to interject a thought and then Jet's like, okay, thanks, miscellaneous human. Oh. <laughs> and then he made it made me laugh because it was so unexpected. And then he just kept calling me that like <laughs> for an afternoon. That would load up my anger bazooka and immediately get blown back into his face. I would hate that. <laughs> Let's remind our <laughs> listeners that he's 10 years old. <laughs> yeah. so, so miscellaneous human would be another person from another person, <laughs> just like everyone else. Miscellaneous is a category wherein it is uh, it feels unimportant. And that is not any human because every human's important. Or it just doesn't fit in a particular category, which... Could be every human. 
So then Jet, call you, you have two options. One, apologize <laughs> to your mom because no human is miscellaneous. Or two, start calling yourself and your father miscellaneous humans because everyone can't be put into a box. <laughs> and I'm sure he will take that advice. Because <laughs> all 10-year-olds listen super well <laughs> to all adults. Or your third option is get an explosion from my anger bazooka. <laughs> <laughs> okay so so that's p plausible to do anywhere we have two more letters shelly gang because i know how to spell people okay l is learns me real good how to write characters <laughs> we talked earlier about uh putting stories onto people as we people watch and that is something that is really important for me as as a writer especially of fictional characters because it is sometimes hard to make your characters be different people from each other and different mm-hmm. people from you because you're only you know your own experience and uh and you don't know you know innately other people's experiences so you have to study other people in order to mimic them in your characters that is really important for me because i uh i just think i'm really great and i just <laughs> want every character to, in my book to be really great and I think I'm great, but other people are great too. And it learns me real good how to do it. So so I have a question though. Okay. Since this is supposed to be about why I should choose it, I am not an author. So why do I care about learning me how to write characters? It learns you real good how to empathize with other people who aren't yourself. Okay. So learning... How to empathize slash write characters in a story. <laughs> yeah. And I got so many good ideas from, from people watching at Disneyland. It, that So many great things happened and no bad things happened, which is even better. You know? Wow. I have one more letter. That's E. P-E-O-P-L-E. E stands for entertainment with no technology needed. One thing that Disney was really promoting was downloading certain apps to play while you were waiting in the lines. That was fun for a little bit, but really the most entertainment that I got while waiting in so many lines at Disneyland was uh, just the things I would hear people say and the things I would see people do when they thought no one was watching. That makes you sound kind of creepy, though, (laughs) like you're spying on people. I wasn't doing it to be creepy. I just, honestly, I had given my phone to my daughter and I didn't have anything to entertain myself except other people. And it was really interesting. Like it wasn't, I wasn't like gathering information in order to like blackmail these people later on in the day. Like give (laughs) me your spot in line or else I'll tell everyone you picked your nose in the Matterhorn, like during the ride, you know, that kind of thing. (laughs) That would be really hard to do. (laughs) you'd have to have like a binder and like your mini dossier on every person in the park and then be like let me cut ahead of you or else flip 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 flip. wait were you the one who's ahead ahead of me in line on nemo no okay let me see flip flip, flip. (laughs) but it wasn't like that it was just like what do people do in their quiet moments when they think no one's looking or when you know it's the end of the day and they've they're real tired. And what do people do in those moments? Because being human is so interesting. Not everyone's the same human as me. 
And I think other humans can be interesting just the way I'm interesting. And I think that Shelly should like people watching if she only remembers these six easy things. (laughs) P-E-O-P-L-E. And Shelly, recite what each of those letters <laughs> I actually did write down all of the things after the first one. The first one was just real long, <laughs> and it caught me off guard. <laughs> You're so good, Shelly. <laughs> but Julie, I'm ready to hear your anti-opinions, although I will say I'm feeling very up with people right now, and I don't want you to bring down my vibe. Uh, well, actually, I came up with several new points while I was listening to you. <laughs> oh, no. Julie hates people. I really hate people. No. That's not true. We all know you love to impress them. Okay. I love to be seen. So people may watch me whenever. Nope, not whenever. <laughs> not like a Truman Show situation. <laughs> Ooh, I had nightmares about that movie after I saw it. And I got really paranoid. Like, what if I am I am the Truman Show and everyone's watching me right now? <laughs> They'd be really bored is what I should Let's just said. say we sisters are not getting enough compensation <laughs> to be part of this show. <laughs> okay, number one. People watching apparently brings out your natural judge. Just from what Holly was saying, people be judgmental. You can't read those books while they're walking past you. You could just judge them by the way that they look on the outside cover. And that's not very nice. Well, unless you look great. (laughs) (laughs) Well, even then, like even if you see somebody who looks really cool, like who, who is dressed very nicely or something, they might be like a terrible person on the inside. And we all know that's what really counts. So we would be misjudging. Dressing nicely doesn't mean the same thing to everyone. That's true. My, my best pair of bell bottoms might not be very impressive to other people. <laughs> <laughs> I actually was reading something this week about that person who's famous, who I don't even know what she's famous for, Jojo something. Oh, the yeah. Girl the girl who wears kid. like bows in her hairs uh-huh. and whatever. She like took a had someone take a tour through her house and it was like all this swag and stuff about her and like she wears really colorful clothes and then I was made the mistake of reading some of the comments underneath the little article and they're like why does this girl who's 15 still dress like a child and I was thinking to myself like why does being mature have to equal being in boring clothes if I could I would wear super colorful clothes all the time (laughs) why can't you because they don't make super colorful, cute clothes for um, adults. Like, I would happily wear, like, toddler clothes if I could. (laughs) We were in Walmart the other day, and then we were walking past, like, the tween section, and I was like, ugh, these clothes are so cute. Why don't they have adult-sized ones? So if I wore the same thing as JoJo, people would, some people like me would think it was great, and some people would not. Judgy people. (laughs) And then they would leave a comment. (laughs) <laughs> aren't you so glad that that doesn't happen in real life in real time <laughs> people can't just like leave comments <laughs> on you yeah boy that would make people watching a real nightmare <laughs> they do do that sometimes people just yell out random stuff to you and that's not cute if people left comments on you would that be like a blurb on the back of a book <laughs> <laughs> no it'd be like a t-shirt cannon of Yuck. 
They would just like <laughs> launch it at you and then it would hit you and then it'd be like, I did not even want this shirt. Everyone loves a free shirt, Holly. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> even one that says, I hate your bell bottoms. <laughs> yes. <laughs> then you just take it home and cut out the words and then just wear the shirt. <laughs> oh. That's fresh. <laughs> People can be mean. And even if you're the nicest person, you could have mean thoughts looking at, at people who are maybe different, extra different than you. I never look at other people. <laughs> <laughs> I was yawning just then, <laughs> trying to be all discreet, and then you made me almost choke and die. <laughs> <laughs> well, Shelly, don't do that. <laughs> Well, and now I have to yawn again. <laughs> oh, no. A ruined yawn is the worst. So, Shelly, just be like me. Don't look at people so that you won't um, be judgmental ever. <laughs> Shelly, don't you have something better to do? <laughs> <laughs> Than be here? No. <laughs> if you're bored and you, and you think people watching is your only option, don't do that. <laughs> Find something else to do. Be productive. Pull out your your knitting that you brought with you. <laughs> write write some haikus in your notebook that you brought. Pull out your phone. That's what technology is for. To help you not look at other people. <laughs> That's true. That's what like all the newspapers and magazines say. <laughs> Hey, newspapers and magazines. Read some of them. Read a book. Do some things. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just now like imagining doing all those things in line for like Peter Pan or something. <laughs> you could. I could. We could do it together. <laughs> Shelly, let's go to Disneyland and vow not to people watch and I'll hold your yarn while you knit. I don't want to knit. Okay, okay, it's okay. So I'll hard. hold your yarn while you crochet. Okay. You're very good at that. Uh, yeah, I got to start working on a baby blanket. What? Yeah, you're pregnant. Oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> I, every week I forget. <laughs> Shelly, people watching is exclusionary. <laughs> You mean I can't watch all people at all times? You can't you can't watch some people. Those people include people who haven't been born yet. Like <laughs> like my baby. Oh yeah, that's right. I am pregnant. <laughs> if you tried to watch my baby, it would be really hard. <laughs> and extremely creepy for me to be staring at your stomach. <laughs> That's why sonogram people get into the game. They're like extreme people watchers. <laughs> They're like, I want to be first. <laughs> I thought you were going to say that it's exclusionary to things that aren't people on the earth. Like architecture. Uh, sure. So Shelly, it's exclusionary. Can't leave out those fetuses. <laughs> You might see something that you can never unsee. <laughs> there are crazy people out there doing crazy things. And sometimes you don't want to see what they're doing. What are some wild things that you've seen that you wish you hadn't seen out in the world? I remember there was one time where there was a man yelling at us on the train in Chicago. <laughs> Oof. 
Yeah. Riding the subway, and a man just started yelling, like, yelling, and then he started yelling at us. That was pretty scary. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. My heart's, like, starting to race just thinking about it. Here's something else that will make your heart race. I saw a kid lick his mom's hair at Disneyland. (laughs) Gross. How old was this kid? How old was that kid? If it was, like, a baby, then Like a toddler. Okay, well, that's still okay. (laughs) She was holding him, and he was not wanting to be held, and he really went for it. I mean, if it was like a 10 year old, then I would have been like, what is wrong <laughs> Just with come that up child? behind his mom and be like, I love your hair. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't want to see that. And now I've seen it in my mind's eye. Oh, no. <laughs> I've never seen anything that I've never wanted to see because I never look at anything. <laughs> people or non people. Yeah. But you also then miss out on all the good things. You can never not unsee, like, something so sweet and delightful. Like what? Name one sweet thing you've ever seen. (laughs) Your face. (laughs) Aww. Uh, Okay, my son and I went to a a baby animal festival this week. (gasps) Cute. And there were baby bears. Are you for real? Yeah, and uh, we didn't get to pet the baby bears, but we did get to watch them for a while. My son was cooing over them, just loving them from afar. And, like, he was just saying, like, oh, look at those deers. Oh, they're so sweet. Oh, blah, blah, blah. And there was a little girl next to him who's probably a little younger, and she was looking at him, and she was looking at him with, like, a face of, like, oh, this boy must be so nice. (laughs) And I would have missed that if I wasn't watching her. (laughs) So... There we go. That was sweet. Julie, can I bing bong into this conversation to say that you can't cut out one of your senses because you already are down one sense, (laughs) the sense of smell. (laughs) That's true. Although, if I had a sense of smell, I probably would not use it to people watch. (laughs) (laughs) Probably not. I don't know. I want to be one of those old ladies who wears like way too much perfume. So you smell her like two seconds after she walks by. You know what I mean? That's what I aspire to. <laughs> I want I want to be able to smell someone's hair. Just go up right behind them and go. Mm, I love your hair. <laughs> <laughs> Just use all my senses. <laughs> Julie wants to go back to being like a baby who's discovering the world. He's all the senses all the time. (laughs) (laughs) Ugh, hair in my mouth. No, forget it. (laughs) Um, Okay, Shelly. Here's the last one. And I think it's the best slash worst one of all. Especially for you. If you're people watching, there is a chance that you will get caught. And someone will see you staring at them and they'll confront you about it. Oh gosh. <laughs> My heart is racing. <laughs> Just think about that little girl who was l- looking at Jet and then she looks over at you and sees you staring. And then she's like, runs over to her mom. You're like, that lady was staring at me. And then they come over and fight you. wait did you say bite or fight (laughs) both Both. (laughs) oh no the baby bears would 
hate that. <laughs> they would throw you in the cage with the baby bears. And the, the, the baby bears would, I don't know. I, I could have taken those baby bears. <laughs> <laughs> Shelly, I know how long your claws are. Not very long. <laughs> well, the, they were real little babies. <laughs> this is like the next level of taking candy from a baby. <laughs> Totally beat up that baby bear. <laughs> oh no, Jet! If I had started trying to fight the baby bears, Jet would have stopped me for sure because he loved them too much. <laughs> I think a lot more people than Jet would have tried to stop you. <laughs> and then Shelly has one in a sleeper hold. She's like, "No, it's the only way." <laughs> <laughs> These baby bears caught me staring at them. <laughs> now they want to fight me. I didn't want them to tell anybody. <laughs> so julie thank you for those opinions and now kelly you're our only hope because honest to goodness i feel like you are a voice of reason because you see more people in a day than i do and shelly and julie put together probably probably that means sometimes you watch them or don't yeah i guess how easy it is is it to people watching an ambulance? <laughs> well, for me, because I'm driving, it, I have to look at people. <laughs> sometimes that's not fun, yeah, especially because sometimes I get the finger. <gasps> oh, no. <laughs> people give the finger to the, an ambulance? Yeah. Absolutely. What's wrong with people? <laughs> <laughs> you wouldn't know because you don't even know what one looks like. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Kelly, what do you think Shelly's going to choose about people watching? Shelly lives her life very cautiously. She does. But she also, in her spare secret time, is a ninja. So she has to people watch. And does she like it? I think so. I think she likes her, her secret life of people watching. And is she people watching to assassinate people? I watch people just to watch them die. For sport. <laughs> I mean, everybody's, everybody that you people watch is dying. So, Oh, gosh. <laughs> so, Kelly, I think you're right on the money about that. I mean, let's be real. Do you have anything else you'd like to add? No. I, I think just her, she wants her secret life to stay secret. So if we expose it, if this makes it on the air, and I'm still here... Then she's trying to keep her secret secret. Oh my Extra goodness. Secret. The stakes have never been higher here on Shelly Has Opinions. <laughs> Shelly, I want to get the opinion of the MVP of this podcast, the most Vultures on Splash Mountain podcaster, <laughs> Shelly Allison. Shelly, will you describe what those vultures do on Splash Mountain, the ride at Disneyland? They say mean things about you. <laughs> <laughs> They have individual insults for every person on the ride. <laughs> and they make you feel really bad so that then when you splash down, you just feel good. <laughs> yeah, it's like you're it's like you're baptized in the oh Disney gosh, waters. I was going to say that. <laughs> <laughs> or it could be like your son in the picture you showed me today of him on Splash Mountain and it just makes him very sneezy. <laughs> yes, my son went for the first time ever on that ride and he went with my husband and it's a pretty dark ride right before the big splashdown and so right as the log crested up into the sunlight my son sneezed and the picture is of him just sneezing it's so sneezing cute. away 
It's really good. <laughs> well, Shelly, what do you think about people watching? Well, I think this acronym is very long. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I can't help how long the word people is. <laughs> I mean, that's true. However, each point, I guess, I guess except for O, onomatopoeia break is not that long, but every other point was very long. It is a perfect way to appreciate that other human beings are out there just waiting <laughs> to be recognized that they are people too. I mean, isn't that literally everybody? I just want people to recognize that I am also a human. So I guess if, if you know, like you said, it's either notice that there are other people or literally only notice myself. <laughs> I guess I would like to notice other people. I think I would... I think I would be lonely if I only noticed myself. And everyone is different and unique. And it is plausible to do, I will say, almost anywhere. I will add that <laughs> caveat. But there's people all over this place. <laughs> I don't think I would do a rear window kind of situation and creep on my neighbors. But I have to admit, when my blinds are open, I do see people just walking by. I don't necessarily always assign them a narrative. Sometimes it's just like, well, that person is taking their dog on a walk or whatever. That's the difference between you and me, Shelly. Everyone gets a narrative that I see with my eyes. <laughs> see, when I see someone walking by with a laundry basket, I go, well, they must be going to do laundry. I don't I don't think like they're, they just murdered someone and they're washing the blood from their sheets or something. <laughs> That's a real secret life of Walter Mitty thing that I, I – connect with yeah like you and like doug funny and <laughs> walter mitty and this is a really weird club calvin and hobbs <laughs> this is an all boys club can i can i be the president of the boys club <laughs> <laughs> see and if i saw you walking down the street that's what i would imagine I was like she must be the president of a boys club a very exclusive <laughs> one but no i actually don't assign narratives to just like every human being I see because that would be exhausting. <laughs> Tell me about it. <laughs> uh, I can't even read this one because I wrote it as you said it le learns me good to write characters. <laughs> um, again I'm not a writer. I mean I could be if I wanted to be. <laughs> of course you could be. But I actually don't really enjoy writing and I never have. But Jet if you're listening to this you should practice writing because you're still in school <laughs> is this is this the part where we give our children messages well my 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 son has started to listen um and become a big fan and writing is not his favorite thing to do i don't want to give him any ideas that he doesn't have to do it <laughs> kelly have your puppies become big fans yeah they wear the stickers and they hand out business cards and yeah i knew it <sighs> so for at a place like Disneyland, where I don't want to be on my phone just like all the time as I'm standing in line for hours a day. And there's lots of people around. <laughs> I have the option of people watching. Like, it can be entertaining, but it does sometimes, like Julie said, bring out my, my natural judginess. Like, if someone is dressed like Especially at Disneyland in a shirt that I feel like is not appropriate for children. <laughs> like if there's huge cutouts <laughs> all across it, then I do judge a little bit because I'm like, dude, you knew you were coming to a place that's full of kids. Dress appropriately. 
and and Julie is right. It is exclusionary in the fact that I can't watch every single person all the time. Sometimes I'm watching just a couple people. Maybe those couple of people are my son and my husband. <laughs> or like the show, the Frozen show at Disneyland. I'm watching those people. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. And crying a lot. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Oh. I cried six times during that like 45 minute stage show. <laughs> Because it was very embarrassing to me. I was I am very moved by the story of Frozen because it is about sisters who love each other. And also like finding out what you're good at and then and then living that truth. And one of her sisters was actually in the show. <laughs> the one who played Elsa, the actress who played Elsa, had my sister Shelly's face. <laughs> really? Uh, my husband pointed it out near the beginning of the show, and then that's all I could see was my <laughs> sister Shelly singing Let It Go. <laughs> and I did great. <laughs> yeah. And it's true that sometimes when you're people watching, you do see things you can never unsee, which may not be delightful to remember. But I think living in a world with other people, one thing I tell my son is we live in a society with other people. We need to be good society members. And I think part of that is noticing other people around us. <laughs> Sometimes that does include people watching because somebody looks like interesting or like there's real cute kids or, you know, whatever. So, yeah, I do it. And I like it. Yeah. <laughs> so I I try not to be a creepy person about it, though. I don't stare because Julie did did say a true thing that if someone was <laughs> caught me staring at them and then like confronted me about it, even if they didn't, even if they just caught me, <laughs> I would feel horrible for the rest of the day. You would have so. to do that awkward thing where like their eyes meet your eyes and then your eyes look away real quick. So, so I, I, I try to do it in a non-creepy way because I'm not doing it with creepy intentions. I'm trying to do it with like, just like, I appreciate others. Kind of intentions. Are you doing it with ninja intentions? I'm not doing it with an intention to assassinate anyone <laughs> yet. <laughs> the most dangerous game, though, could still be in my future. <laughs> May the odds ever be in your favor. <laughs> I mean, especially if I ever go to Disneyland again and there's just one thing in all the stores. <laughs> then, then who knows? Do you know what the best people watching us that I did at Disneyland? So many people brought their very newborn babies, and I oh. saw so many tiny babies. Oh my gosh, oh my why gosh. would you do that to yourself? <laughs> I don't know, but it was, they were really cute. Like, at, from someone a far ways off, I was happy to see this baby. Well, thank you, Shelly, for sharing your opinion on people watching. And now we are going to move on to our segment, What's Your Name? What's your name? What's your name? What's your what's your what's your name? And in the segment What's Your Name, I bring to my sisters a name generator or other sort of generator that you find on the internet. And today, this generator is from our friend of the podcast, Morgan Spatola. She has a podcast called Morgan Needs a Podcast. And you can find that on the Scavengers Network if you just Google that or look it up on your podcatcher. And she posted a generator called, What Are You Bringing to a Midwestern Potluck? <laughs> <laughs> and for that, you need three things. You need a birth month, 
you need a first number of your address, and you need the last number of your birth date. And because I didn't want to give away anyone's age, I used the birth date just the the March and the 30th, not the 1985. (laughs) Do you think any of us are going to be embarrassed about how old we are? I just had a birthday, Shelly Gang, and let me tell you what, I read someone the riot act for saying like, oh, you're turning 19 again or whatever. And I was like, I'm turning 34 and all I've ever wanted to be was older. And every year that I have a birthday, I'm living my truth. And that is getting (laughs) older. (laughs) I, I will give what I am bringing to a Midwestern potluck. And I just want you to tell me when I tell you what you're bringing, uh, how much gets eaten? And okay. what's your secret ingredient? Okay. All right? Okay. So for me, my birth month is March. Uh, my, the first number of my address is two. And the last number of my birth date is zero. So I am bringing a beefy taco roll-up. That sounds good. Yeah. I would super eat it. And you know what? It is something that is, like, pretty, like, everyone probably knows kind of what beefy taco roll-up has in it. And so I think it would all get eaten. My plate would be empty by the end of the potluck, and I could just take it home and not have to worry about leftovers. Perfect. (laughs) I'm very happy about that. But what I want to tell you guys is the secret ingredients. Guys, I just was in Redlands, California, where we grew up, and I went to our favorite restaurant called El Burrito. Oh, dang. There, I ate some... El burrito guacamole, Shelly Gang, it's not like what you would find at Chipotle or whatever. It is like so creamy and delicious. And that is my secret ingredient in my beefy taco roll up is I would have sent to the Midwest El burrito guacamole and I would put it in. And everyone would be like, this is amazing. I've never had anything like this. Now I just want some guacamole so bad. <laughs> so, Shelly. You bring to a Midwestern potluck weeknight lasagna casserole. Okay. Shelly, how much of that gets eaten and what is the secret ingredient? I think a baked pasta dish is always well received at a potluck. Cause, For sure. You know, lasagna is like, like you said, well known. Uh, my secret ingredient is to make it a little bit healthier, I add in some lentils with the ground beef. Yeah. Oh my gosh, that, that sounds sound so good. good. I want to eat it right now. <laughs> I know. I feel almost like I'm making my menu for the upcoming week. Like, oh, that sounds good. <laughs> okay, literally all of the choices for us four girlos and Shelly Gang, I just want you to know that I will post this on our social medias so that you can also make your own and recipe. tell us. Oh, yes. <laughs> uh, I can say that all of ours are ones that I would eat. Okay, so Shelly, I will eat your week weeknight lasagna casserole with lentils. Oh, it's so mm. good. Okay, Julie, are you ready to know what you would bring to a Midwestern potluck? Yes, I'm so excited. You're going to freak out. A no-bake, funfetti, dump cake. <laughs> How do you make a no-bake cake? I don't know. You're the one who has to figure that out, girlo. Dang and it. you you have to tell me how much gets eaten and what the secret ingredient is. Well, you know what? If I'm bringing my children to this potluck, we'll just say the whole thing is getting eaten. Because it sounds like a dessert and that's their MO. 
<laughs> would, would a no-bake funfetti dump cake just be like a bowl of cake mix? <laughs> no, no. My secret ingredient is heat. Prolonged heat. <laughs> Prolonged, consistent, dry heat. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you might not suspect it of this no-bake cake. <laughs> but I do love funfetti cake. Let's be real. Yes. I think that is a fun thing to bring because I wouldn't make a funfetti cake for myself, like if I were the only person eating it, because it really doesn't add a lot. But funfetti is for everyone to see. Uh, maybe I will yeah. make one yes. for myself for my, <laughs> my own birthday. Kelly, are you ready to note the amazing thing you are bringing to a Midwestern potluck? Yes, I'm so nervous. Oh, you're going to love it. And then you're going to want to eat it. Okay. It is a weeknight pizza dip. Oh, that sounds Ooh. so good. First of all, how much of that gets eaten? All of it. Absolutely all of it. Yeah. We're all going home with clean plates. What would you bring as like dippers for your dip? Well, that's my secret ingredient. I think I would mix it with non. Oh, that yeah. was going to be my request for a secret dipper. Kelly, are you serious? Yes. Oh, yeah, good. Non Because non is, is light and you can like manipulate it and like form it into a spoon and stuff. And you can get as much of that dip on there as you want and just. Mm. Oh my gosh, you guys, I'm so hungry. When is this potluck? <laughs> it's got to be soon. We need to make some friends in the Midwest. Oh, we have some. The spooky spouses, Jordan and Lindsay Reed, live in uh, the Midwest. All right. We can we go there. With all our dishes. And Lindsay's, <laughs> Lindsay's a baker, so Julie, you may have some competition. No, no, no. I only work in no-bake. <laughs> <laughs> You're a no-baker? Yeah. Well, Shelly Gang, this has been our segment. What's your name? What's your name? What's your name? What's your, what's your, what's your name? And Shelly Gang, thank you again for joining us. I know last week we had a little bit of a mini episode with some honorary chat fields. And maybe we'll see some honorary chat fields in the future. Maybe you too could be an honorary chat field. I was thinking about adding some stuff like that to the merch store and maybe actually making a real merch store. Uh, <laughs> what? <laughs> you mean we don't have a real merch store? Where have I been buying all my merch? <laughs> <laughs> and you, Shelly Gang, can find that link and a lot of other links on our website, ShellyHasOpinions.com. That's S-H-E-L-L-E-Y, hasopinions.com. And also, maybe you could like go there and listen to some old episodes. But Shelly Gang, it would also be really helpful if you would subscribe and review our podcast. And if you want to interact with us on social media, we'd love to interact back with you. Um, but only if you say really, really nice things about the stuff we made for the potluck. <laughs> we're all very sensitive about our cooking <laughs> as someone who has said on multiple episodes that she has cried over cooking uh and baking i would love it if you would not be mean about my beefy taco roll-up <laughs> you know uh but here's what i want you to be mean about be mean about the haters who are mean to us so this is a mean <laughs> war and what i mean to say is and with that, thank you, and I love you, and goodbye. <laughs> goodbye. Goodbye. Goodbye, haters. Bye, bye. bye. bye everyone. <laughs>
gosh dang it, Shelly, where are you?